welcome back to those who are frequent watchers of our show. Yeah. What's up if this is your first time? This is This Week in White Supremacy. I am Jasiri X. I am the co-founder and CEO of One Hood Media. And to my immediate right... It's a miracle. What's up? It's your girl, Big Blessing, a.k.a. Marshall a Miracle. <laughs> I did it right? I said it right? I... Can you move the mic just a little closer? You know, I'm working on my pronunciations. Marshallah Miracle in the building. Yes. My brook. And I do want to say, Miracle, you know, we really appreciate how you show up with One Hood, how you show up for us. We really appreciate the way, you know, you hold us down here at One Hood Media, Miracle. And you are really, <laughs> you are, you are a Coretta, Miracle. You are a Coretta. <laughs> <laughs> you are One Hood. What? You're one hood's Coretta miracle. Where is this going? I was like, am I gonna get fired live on air? Like, You're one hood's Coretta miracle. What? <laughs> Megan Good has remained by his side, even present for our interview. How would you describe your relationship? She's made, she's held me down like like a Coretta. Has she, Jonathan? Oh, my days. <laughs> uh, somebody said that the, the, the Dr. King estate is issuing a cease and desist. Yeah, <laughs> as they should. <laughs> to Jonathan Majors. Please stop using Man. our mom's name. And uh, unfortunately, our brother Trouble, who is normally here um, under the weather. Niggas look sick, man. <laughs> <laughs> and... No. My brother. Man, you know, we just here, man. We just some strong Africans in democracy. <laughs> strong Africans Absolutely in democracy. Not. <laughs> oh, we no. That was that. Uh, did no. you see the, the controversial statements from Cam? Nah. Cam oh, yeah. I, I agree with Cam. He said, was a yeah. black American, He's not an African American. I mean, I, I, are we strong Africans or are we? I guess Africans is the acronym. Yeah, I guess, yeah. Right. For what's your name, sir? Supreme Asiatic Intelligently Divine. You know, when I'm around, squirrels are in danger. (laughs) (laughs) Saeed, for uh, those that don't know. With that being said, yes, it's been an interesting week, to say the least. You know, I don't know if Jonathan Majors will be saved by his Coretta, by Megan Good. You know, I don't don't know, man. Yeah. I just I just I just hope the best for Jonathan Majors. I hope he gets the help he needs, (laughs) you know. He won though. I just want. I just want. What did he win? He lost. He won a Coretta. He won. He said he won a Coretta. He wanted a Coretta, and he got one. He got one. No, I mean Megan Good is definitely a win. He had to be chased down the street by a white woman to get. (laughs) She had to chase this nigga into the into the black woman's head. I mean, if you're going to get chased to a black woman, <laughs> have it be back good. I mean, that's that's an upgrade as far as I'm concerned. Well, mm. speaking of mm. black people, mm-hmm. our president. Strong Africans in democracy. President Biden finally looks like he's hitting the campaign trail. I thought you might say something else. <laughs> finally look like he's about to kick the bucket. No, no, no. He's hitting the campaign trail. Uh, but that was the thing. Like, people were saying, like, why are, Why is the campaign waiting? What are we waiting for? Joe Biden to get there. He moving slow as molasses <laughs> in January. <laughs> he need to recharge his batteries before he get on the campaign. And his big, one of his first major speeches in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. And Joe Biden went to the church that was the unfortunate scene 
Emmanuel uh, Baptist Church, I believe, yes, Mother Emmanuel and me, where nine black parishioners were shot to death, killed, murdered yeah, by... What, 2014? 2015. Yeah, oh. And, you know, just sitting in church minding their own business. I forget, what's the, what was the dude's name? I forget the dude. Dylan Roof. Dylan Roof, right. And so Joe Biden went there, and he had some strong words for the Trump support. On June 17, 2015, the beautiful souls, five survivors and five survivors, invited a stranger into this church to pray with them. The word of God was pierced by bullets and hate, of rage, propelled by not just gunpowder, but by a poison. Poison that has for too long haunted this nation. What is that poison? White supremacy. Oh, it is. It's a poison. Throughout our history, it's ripped this nation apart. This has no place in America. Not today, tomorrow, or ever. Now, it's interesting because you saw when he said, what's the poison? Somebody said, hate. He said, no. The, the, brother, look, the brother that was seated behind him was looking at him like, shut up, nigga. <laughs> like, I mean, it took, okay. I'm just saying, but can, you, can, we, can we at least, like, give him credit for not just saying the poison of hate, but actually, like, naming it. Like, no. I mean, that's the bare this, minimum to this me. This is white supremacy. It's, like, but I mean, that was 10 years ago. We yes. knew it was white supremacy 10 years ago. You know, we know it's white supremacy now. We know it's white supremacy now. But did but, we know it was a poison? <laughs> Gee, golly, I don't know. But why are you going to a black church and saying this? Why? Because he needs black people to vote for him. For I him. know that. He needs black people but like, to put him in office. Go Say that, like, I'm so tired hey. whenever politicians do this, is they go to black churches and talk about white supremacy. We yes. know it exists. We live with it. Go to a white church and say that. And I think, like, the pastor, whomever it is behind him, is looking at him like, nigga, I heard this before. Like, come on, keep it moving. But remember, and and, and I agree with that. Right, right. And it, it, it would be, It sounded good, though. I like the way yeah. he worded it. Like, it, like, would, it would be better. It's like, go do that work. It, it your probably community. would be more powerful yes. to talk to white people and white parishioners Not probably, it about, would be. about white supremacy. But remember, remember when it looked like Biden wasn't going to win the primary in 2020, and it was South Carolina. That primary, like, saved him and brought yeah. him back and really probably the reason that he became the Democratic nominee and then became the president. You know what I'm saying? So, like, here's Biden going to back to the place that, like, saved him in 2020. Asking for more help. <laughs> I know, South Carolina, there's so much that's been happening to you. You've had Nikki Haley here. I apologize for that. You had Dylan Roof here. I apologize for that. I need some help. Oh, wow. Oh, wait, he also said, I owe you. Yeah, that, that just, he, he does. He absolutely does. Miracle, you're making a lot of faces over there. <laughs> How do you feel about Biden kicking off his campaigning at, you know, like, like, like Farouk said, at Mother Emanuel AME Church, at this church that was the place of a lot of white pain and trauma and here comes Biden kind of using it. White pain or black pain? Oh, did I say white pain? Oh, shit. Oh, uh, black pain. You are the co-founder of white supremacy. <laughs> we got a letter. We got a letter. We got from a letter a. from the governor. <laughs> Another day. I opened and read it. It said he was the co-founder of white supremacy. <laughs> the letter referred to me as the co-founder of white supremacy. I, I think they've met this Which week. a crazy white title. Supremacy. If I was a co-founder of white supremacy, believe me, you know what I'm saying? I, 
wouldn't be doing a podcast every week. So anyway. <laughs> Maybe you're a Trojan horse. I don't know. Miracle. Huh? How do you feel you know, about I'm this? I'm just here so I don't get fired. Yes. So, yes. Uh, can I pass on this? Why, you don't. You want to. <laughs> no, Miracle. No. My thing is for the, the, the caucasity to come to a black church Ooh, come on. and say, I owe you. When you he haven't does. even done anything Ooh. for black people, Ooh. when you could use your power of executive privilege True. to help black people, yes. is so disrespectful. Wow! Like I owe, yes, you owe me. And when are you gonna pay what you oh, owe? Oh wow, wow! Say we in debt, you in debt right now. <laughs> you know, like you know the 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 the. the International affairs aside, yes. Looking at what is happening in the domestic United States with affordable housing, yeah, with student loan debt, with the incarceration rates, Voting with policing ID. violence, with you know just the, yeah. the affordability of IDs, all these things yeah. that you could do at the federal level through the power of your executive pen, and you do not, and then you have the nerve to come and say <laughs> you owe me while also asking for a favor. Yes, absolutely not absolutely the f not joe and the fact that like you're gonna sit there and try to like weaponize people's personal pain and experiences and actual fear of white supremacy so that they can galvanize like you're some white savior absolutely not it's so it's so disrespectful and i wish our black elders knew and walk like they deserve more. Wow. And I oh, wish I wish our black elders were like, you know what? Yes, you owe us and you need to make plans right now of what you're going to do. Not in 2024, not in 2025, but right here in 20, you know, what is this? March, April, February, whatever this day is yes. of what you're going to do right now. Cause it's for black people. It's like, I owe you. And then here's this little carrot. And then you just get it dangled in front of you and maybe you'll get it in six months. Yeah. Maybe you'll get it in two years. What are you going to do right now for the people you owe? So, wow. Yes. Wow. Okay. That's well-rested miracles. <laughs> but so that's we get, we get in the show like, on that no, note. No. Right. Yeah, yes. And that's been <laughs> yeah. speaking white supremacy. We'll see you next week. <laughs> but, but what he is attempting to do like, and you're, you're all that is a thousand percent correct. Yes. But why Biden goes there and why he goes to this church is because he's trying to show the differences between him and these Republicans. Right. So one of the one of the reasons he goes to this church so he can say, let me be clear. This is a quote from Joe Biden. For those that don't seem to know, slavery was the cause of the Civil War. There's no negotiation about that. Right. Drawing the distinct line between him and Nikki Haley. Then he went on to say, quote, let me say what others can't. We must reject political violence in America. Always, not sometimes, always is never appropriate. Losers are taught to concede when they lose, and he's a loser, talking about Donald Trump. So he's going, he's really kind of making this argument to black people that, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I owe y'all, and I haven't been the greatest. (laughs) My pockets have been coming up short, but I'm not them. Not to defend Donald Trump, but did you just <laughs> bastardize the pulpit and use that to call somebody a loser from yes. the pulpit? Sure yes, like absolutely. Trump. Yes, blacks for Trump. Are you black? <laughs> I am black, but like 
I live for the day when black people don't have to be the main character. Yes. Like where we don't have to worry about being pawns or we're actually a part of the initial fabric of voter mm. engagement. What type of fabric? The Kente cloth and Nancy Pelosi war? <laughs> Is that what you <laughs> You threw me the alley hoop, Miracle. <laughs> you know, or you just be like, this is a routine thing. Because, yes, Biden has called out white supremacy before. Yes, he has called out white supremacy and white spaces before. True. But I think th- this conversation would be so much more impactful to talk about black issues in white spaces. To to I don't know what Caucasian church he would go to. Right. Maybe his own, like, you know what I mean? Maybe, you know, I'm an a-religious person, so I really don't know, like, all the churches that people go to. But it'd be nice. You can't be mashallah miracle and then be Uh, a-religious. First of all, first of all, there is no compulsion in Islam. Don't tell me what I can and cannot, you know. But yes, so I know that this is a presidential year and we're going to get a lot, but I think that this is also the year to demand everything from all of these elected Mm -hmm. officials whether it is, you know, the black people in Iowa who are upset that none of the Republicans are coming to their to their forum and their and their yeah. and their conversations. But every single person who was running for office owes a debt of service, gratitude, and policy to black people, regardless of their political affiliation. And I think that every black person has the right and the duty to demand everything from elected officials, I, including I Joe Biden. And, you know, that's all I gotta say. Yes. That- no, that that is so Johnny on the spot because there is a national campaign that is gaining steam right now. Abandon Biden, and if you want this spot as a Democratic front runner, you got to right. earn this shit. Yeah, you have to show and prove. And you came into office last time with all these promises to Black people, and got so far on your own ego to say if you ain't Black, or say if you don't vote for me, you ain't Black. Yes. That was your campaign slogan. That was that a, wasn't his campaign slogan. That was something that, that he became said. the de facto campaign slogan on the internet. If you ain't black, if you well, don't vote for me, again, you ain't black. I think he was trying to be tongue in cheek, but it, it definitely sounded crazy. It's however you put it. The internet coined that as a de facto slogan and attached that to Joe Biden. And is that why you voted for? Him? <laughs> <laughs> I can't. <laughs> He threw me the alley. That was great. <laughs> that was fucking great. So, see what happened, Joe. First time I voted for you, you made me look an ass. Bro, but, but you I made did. a man like me look like a fucking idiot, man. You take man for idiot. So let right. me so speaking of the Republicans, right? Nikki Haley, mm-hmm. former governor, she was the governor of South Carolina, right? Mm-hmm. Had some had a response. To Donald Trump. I mean, <laughs> President Biden. Basically, she said she called it offensive. She said it was offensive that President Joe Biden gave a political speech at the South Carolina church where nine black parishioners were slain. This is from Nikki Haley. Quote, I don't know if you got the ether music ready. Quote, for Biden to show up there and give a political speech, it's offensive in itself. I don't need someone who piled around with segregationists in the 70s. Oh, and has said racist comments. Like, get the other. Get the other. And has said racist comments all the way through his career, lecturing me or anyone in South Carolina about what it means to have racism, slavery, or anything related to the Civil War. What y'all think? <laughs> this is 
us the gunpowder. Fuck Joe Biden. <laughs> Suck, niggas. <laughs> that was Nikki Haley. <laughs> you love my style. <laughs> so, Nikki Haley, is that fair to bring up Biden's career of, you know, like you mentioned, you don't vote for me. You're not black. And I, I mean, super predator Biden. Well, that was, that right. Was, that was, that was well, well, right. But Biden was the architect of the of mass incarceration. Mass incarceration, right? He was somebody that. The grand did. architect of mass incarceration. <laughs> <laughs> the grand architect is crazy. Oh, uh, he did. What was it? Strom Thurmond and <laughs> all of these different, you know, segregationists. A proud, were just his like Miracle, friends. a proud colorist. Right. <laughs> he was a proud segregationist. Yeah. And Remember, it was it was his vice president. My colorism right? tilts toward um, justice. It was it was was it? Did Strom Thurmond have black children though? No, he, no, who, he did. He, he had, did. Yeah, he had a black daughter. Oh, yeah. Damn, all of, all of them were out oh. here. Yeah, he had a his, black daughter. Yeah. Thomas Jefferson. Your help. Yeah. yeah so, so, yes. so you said what? He was on his Thomas Jefferson. No, what did you oh. say? That's what I said. Oh, the help. Yes. Oh, no. Because wow. yeah, there's power dynamics, and True. I and, and I will I I will not. Yeah, been to this whole oh they were in love yeah and no, no that absolutely was not. power absolutely. that was absolutely yeah. not consensual and that's but, what I but was it say. was his vice president you know Kamala Harris who actually brought this up during the debate that he was he was against busing yes yes is that fair now to bring that I don't I feel like you keep trying to set me up <laughs> no. I'm, try, I'm trying but yes I think it's fair yes. because let's let's get with what has what did Biden do you know outside of like lay the pathway for what's going on now internationally. Yes. He was one of the reasons why we cannot file bankruptcy for student loan debt. He is one of the people who did fight against segregation. He is one of the people who were basically like, you need to go to jail and prison and more yeah, jail yeah. and more prison. So, so they actually, listen to this, Nikki Haley's campaign actually had a timeline called, called Biden's racial comments and actions such as a 1974 reference to himself as being a, quote, token black. I mean, you know what? Okay, so hold on, hold on, hold on. He fought corn pop. He, like, he not only did he fight corn pop, but he got a son with crack and gun charges. <laughs> no, I'm just no, saying. You're not about, no, he's not put that on black card. People. Biden does not get a black card because his son has an addiction right. disorder. Yes. Absolutely not. Uh, Nigga got yes. gun charges Absolutely. and drug charges. And you know, know what that whole, is? You know Caucasian. Yes. Do you know who yes. does more drugs? Stop breaking bad. Do you know who runs more hey, guns? I know no. a nigga. No, and the fact that we sit there and think the lowest common denominator of experiences where black Come on, miracle. is hikey disrespectful. Get that, man. Hey, listen, more, I no, know a nigga that got gun charges not. and drug charges, man. Absolutely I thought he could play not. basketball and football. Yeah, man. Um, absolutely not. What we're not going to do is, is perpetrate this yes, idea that, that violence and yes. drugs are associated with blackness. Just like money and violence. The most violent people, the most violent people in this world <laughs> yes. are these non-black people with weapons and bombs who create percent. violence every single day and they are not black. So we're not a going thousand to do percent. that. He also said, Miracle Biden also said in 1981 still know a nigga. that George Wallace, the, Probably seg- too. the segregationist former Alabama governor was right about some things. In 2007, he said then-Senator Barack Obama was, quote, the first mainstream African American who's articulate and bright and clean and a nice looking guy. Whoa! So whoa, whoa. they, you know, Haley came he's with got the, even more. He's got, he, more he's got more. stuff. He's got and more. He's the one who pushed for clearance. 
Oh, he pushed and the he's the one who disrespected Anita Hill during the that is true. That is hearings. So, like, Biden's got a list of things. He has a list of things. <sighs> yes. He got a list. And Nikki Haley is saying enough with this Civil War stuff because I got mm. black friends. I had black friends growing up, okay? I know a nigga too. <laughs> No. <laughs> Nikki Haley know a nigga. Stop. Joe Biden know a nigga. I mean, the so way who the, doesn't all these edit points? <laughs> somebody has to say to whole, Nikki Haley. The whole like, show is blurred. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> but somebody has to say with Nikki Haley, like you cannot say this. I had black friends growing. Like at the the one. Why can't quote, I? I did. <laughs> I say whatever I want. Come, I mean, it's so you she talk had black about friends growing up when she went to a school where there are no black people allowed. Let's not do this right now. Let's not do this. Like again, I want black people to not be the main character. Yes. In in what is going on right now. I want black people to just be able to go about our day with ease and peace. But yes. no, we got we have to like worry about the most vile part of our history being just discussed every single day in yeah. these worst ways. This is not okay. Yeah, and it's like to justify, again, but that's how, particularly on the right, the GOP, that's how they justify racism. The way they justify racism a lot of times is they have racism come through people of color, right? They have racism coming through a Nikki Haley, a Clarence Thomas, right? And then because these these they have these black faces. Nikki Haley's like Indian or something, right? Yeah, she's yeah. Indian. Because they have black, you know, vivid, you know what I'm saying? Because they have black and brown faces, it's like, how can we be racist? We might vote for like a black or a brown person. We can't be racist, even though everything they say is like dripped and seeping with like racist, racism and white supremacy. So, but, you know, Nikki Haley, I don't know what, it's funny because what she didn't say she said, I have black friends growing up. What she didn't say is I have black friends now. <laughs> That's what she didn't say. Where are your black friends now, Nikki? You know what I'm saying? Are they around you? You know, are they, cause I don't, are they in her campaign? I don't see her with any. Oh, uh, her name is Nimarata. That's her real name? Yeah. Oh, wow. Nimarata Nikki Haley. It's funny because somebody had said on a, on a note, like, I guess they were like Ted Cruz was like pushing some bill where like people couldn't, you know, say what their pronouns are. And they were like a guy. What's Ted Cruz's real name? His name is like I think Raphael. Raphael. Yeah, they Raphael, were like, yeah. you, you changed your name. Right. But I can't say they, them. Right. But you want me to call you Ted or you want us to call you Nikki when that's not your real name. Raphael you know Eduardo. Yeah. Cruz. Yeah. Get out that of here. just goes to the point that white supremacy comes for us all and yes. impacts us all negatively yes. where we can't even use our, our names or, sure. or amplify our cultures without fear of not being able to become a governor or a senator. And that is by no means def- defending Nikki right. and Ted, but it's just talking about the ways in which white supremacy still impacts Absolutely. these GOP figureheads and they are not doing anything to dismantle it but just to ensure it continues to live on no absolutely and remember we we talked about last week about this coordinated white supremacist attack on claudine gay at harvard Mm -hmm. and one of the one of the people who are at the forefront was a a billionaire named bill ackman and bill ackman is a billionaire hedge fund manager he was one of these major Harvard donors that was saying they were going to take their money out. And he was one of the people that were pushing for Claudine Gay's removal because of her quote unquote plagiarism until, mm-hmm. until 
Somebody looked at his wife, Neri Ackman, who is a tenure professor at the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, and found out that she plagiarized multiple paragraphs from her 2010 doctoral dissertation. I think they said she had like over 20, like she, like she went to Wikipedia. <laughs> Damn. I guess 2010, it was like, maybe you picked it, know about Wikipedia earlier. I don't know. The bar is um, low. Yes, the bar is low. And so now, I guess Bill is not that mad at plagiarism. He's wondering why his, he tried to like defend his wife and his wife's plagiarism. Of course, right? I think Miracle said this before. The mediocrity <laughs> of white supremacy yes. will always win over. Yes. Yeah, so Miracle, how do you feel about this Ain't billionaire no head? When the rabbit got the hand, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is the thing. These men who are Nepo babies, who yes. were able to buy their way into elite universities, are irate that the black and brown people, they were told they were better than, they could yep. look down on, yeah. are now the ones at their tables, in their institutions, on their TVs, and making the decisions for and with them. Mm. Yeah. They are irate, and they are doing everything in their power to try to claim these last vestiges of white supremacy before they are no longer a majority in this country. Yeah, It is not working. It is failing. But it's going to be a very painful and violent few years as a result of that his wife not only did she plagiarize her dissertation yeah she was lockstep with bill as he yeah. was doing this yeah as he was as he was not only coming after claudine gay but was using his power and his privilege to attack students private students to to try to prevent them from getting jobs, to prevent them from getting education, was trying to get them expelled, even kicked out of the country. Yeah. She was okay with that. She was right there with them. She was. But she had skeletons in her closet. Yeah. And now that her skeletons are out, he's over here like, oh, it was a mistake. Why are white errors a mistake, but black errors something that we need to say is criminal? Yeah. And you should be fired. For right. It. When it was white error, this was his quote. Some plagiarism is due to laziness of the author. Laziness is not a great excuse for a member of faculty, but it doesn't seem like a crime to me, right? Right? When it's his wife, it's like, oh, she might have did that by accident. Whoopsie daisy. But, you know, when it was Claudine Gay, she's setting a horrible example. He basically said she should not work. Anybody that has plagiarism background should not work until Correct. it's your wife. And he was upset that she is still on the faculty at Harvard. Yeah. And... Basically, created the precedent. He created the precedent, yeah. That faculty should not be employed, but now it's like live your values. And so we see all the time these folks are hypocrites. They yes. want to sit there and rant and rail against black and, and brown people, particularly black people, but when it's the time to like show and prove, they're always going to fail. And so he should have minded the business that paid him. And now people know his wife's a fraud. Now people are asking for her dissertation to be withdrawn 
So she can no longer be a professor oh, wow. because she no, will no longer meet the, the standards and the requirements. So he has himself created the situation. And now people are trying to look at him and his investments and say, well, if your wife was committing, you know, lies, are you committing fraud? So this is the game he played. And now everyone's playing a part. Yes. He's trying to use his power and influence to, to push it and to quell it. But it's out there now. And it's just going to be a very, you know, interesting time where billionaires find out that they're just regular people as well. Well, I think, again, it's like when you put it out there and when you put it out there as such a, you know, major, you made a, you made a super major investment and attack to say, if you plagiarize, you shouldn't be a professor. And then when we, we found out your wife, like, plagiarized on an even higher level, like, you know, there's an argument that what Claudine Gay did was not plagiarism, right? right. Even from the people that they said she took from, they were like, nah, we don't think that is the case. Now that it's your wife, now you want grace, now you want all of these other things. You have a comment on this, Fruit? No. <laughs> so now, I guess this is another piece, right, where, you know, Bill Ackman, you know, people like Elon Musk are now saying that DEI in itself mm, should be the target. Well, it's let's, racism. Let's blame, let's blame that, reverse racism. <laughs> that Doesn't DEI, like the, the, the idea to try to have diversity. How dare and you? Inclusion. How, how dare you <laughs> think that you deserve to sit at the table with me? The audacity. You know what? Yeah. You might not be able to sit at this table. Yeah. But I know a nigga. <laughs> please stop. Please, please stop. <laughs> Are we going to name that this episode? And then he's going to be searching his, his name one day. This is the Know a Nigga episode, man. <laughs> For those that don't know, let's let's go. There For those that a, don't know a nigga, we know a nigga. <laughs> there, there is an athlete who went viral over the weekend because his name is Noah, N-O-A-H. Uh-huh. And his last name is K-N-I-G-G-A, uh-huh. right? So it you know, like we never name. ignore about getting goals accomplished. Because <laughs> he he was like, well, it's A, right? <laughs> it's not E R. It's not K N I G G E R. So it looks like it's pronounced Noah Knigger, or maybe if the K, the K is, is silent, silent Noah Nigger. But it's what is it? Kinnegay. Kinnegay. Right. But they were just. I just think that the family could have went through <laughs> the steps. To just like, you know, maybe put an ER at the end of it. <laughs> Take the A off. Hard R. Spell it differently. Definitely. What is the because you you do I don't, what's wonder, the, yeah, I wonder what the ethnicity is. What, what's the etymology of yeah, that? Yeah, like where are you from? There's like a silent K or a K. Because I think That's, he got like a scholarship to like Syracuse and they and he, and, he and visited were, WVU. Yeah, and people yeah. were saying, Oh yeah, WVU, my fault. Yeah. And people were saying like the 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 play by play folks. Oh yeah, the analysts. Are the gonna, analysts. Yo, they're gonna, right, the sportscasters. Like only black people can say. Like you have, you have to hire a black person for his game. You have to. Like you know what I mean? It's like, the game. Because you know when they look at it, the play broken up, broken up by nigga. <laughs> I mean, you know, you know, like you're gonna have to like you know what was what was the dude the nigger what was it the nigger museum? Oh man. <laughs> Had some barbecue, <laughs> went to the nigger museum. Right. So you know, like, you gotta like practice Kinnegay, Kinnegay, Kinnegay. But you they just see it. Just and be like, he's Caucasian. 
What'd you he's, say? He, I put, look at it. He's saying he's Caucasian and white from Indiana. Yeah, he's just this. He's a straight up white guy. You know what I'm saying? And he just so you just going Noah K. I guess it's going to be what it's. Yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> call him Noah. I was like, calls him Noah. I wonder though. Like I wonder if they will ask the family. Like we'll pay for a different spelling of if you want to change. Nah, the name. I mean at this point, I mean. He's the like, I want to hear from him. Yeah. Like, at this point, he's kind of low-key famous Yeah, because his name looks like Noah Nega. You know what I'm saying? That's what it looks like. And I'm sure, I don't know if he's, a, when he gets around black people, because if he was around me, I'm going to call you nigga. I'm sorry. I want, would he be offended by that? I can say the N-word, nigga. It's my last name. Moving My on. name is nigga. What are you talking about? Telling me what I can and cannot to say. To bring us back, I think the <laughs> war on, on diversity, equity, and inclusion <laughs> is a tool of white supremacy. And I, to me, wait, education. Wait, you think that diversity in itself is a tool the of The war. Oh, war, yes, the war. Oh, absolutely. The yes. war. The war on DEI, yes. Is a tool of white supremacy. Yes. But education is the one place that you need diversity, equity, and inclusion. Yes. We talked... We did a, a, a talk here with a couple of college students who were thinking about going into or already into the medical field. And and that is one particular field where you need diversity. When we're talking about the medical equipment not being able to adequately capture black people's vitals because of the skin tone. Right. When we're talking about the prosthesis not being able to be correctly fitted because the robots and the scanners cannot look at the skin tone. Yeah. When we're talking about medical advancements that are not being used to save black people's lives right. because of our skin tone. Yes. And the and and we need more diversity, equity, and inclusion to say, huh, something is wrong here. Yeah. It goes beyond not being able to use the dryers, you know, in the bathroom. This is the people's way of life. And if we're talking about using technology and AI to extend life-saving measures, why is there an issue that black and brown people need to be included in the study groups, in right. the surveys, right. in, in the beta testing? And so I would argue that diversity, equity, inclusion is necessary yeah. and is a requirement from all educational institutions because you need to make sure your product is universal for everyone. Right. Yeah, because and you need to, if you want the best bang for your buck if you want to have a a, a standard supply and right. demand we're talking about global economies yeah. like, you gotta be able to compete right and you gotta be able to say you know this works you're making products that only work for a small percentage of the population when non-white people are people of the global majority and that number is fast rising you're about to be making products that are actually going to be obsolete. Yeah. So you need diversity, equity, and inclusion to be able to be in the game, to be able to be competitive, and to be able to engage in capitalism. Now, this is not my pro-capitalism rant. It's right. just saying the argument doesn't make sense to me. And there is no long game for some of these conservatives. Again, you're making people have babies that they don't want. They're not yeah. having Caucasian babies. They're they're having babies with their partners who are people of mixed race status, right? All of this that they're putting out, it's not going to work. So they're playing a losing battle, and it's going to come to bite them in the end. 
to me, it looks like here are these, you know, primarily white men that were used to having these like really playgrounds for white men where white men could do and say and harass who they want and be racist to who they want. And now that people are trying to hold them accountable, particularly like black and brown folks and women, like they're pushing back on that. It's like, we don't want women here. We don't, you know I mean? Come on. We have a history of them making like exclusive clubs, right? Exclusive, whether it's, you know, where they play the masters golf ad or whatever, where you couldn't even get in as a black person or a woman, you couldn't even get in mm-hmm. right. Black or brown women. Even in some cases, if you were Jewish, you couldn't get in. These were exclusively like white male dominated places. And for many years, you know, the corporate business structure were white male dominated spaces. And now when black people are having success and women are coming in and, and, you know, we had this whole racial uprising in 2020 where we started to look at the boards of some of these businesses, right? The boards of some of these universities and wanted to know why they were so white and why the decision makers were in many accounts, like all white and primarily white men. And we asked for some diversity and this is like the white lash. This is the pushback. This is somebody like Elon Musk. And when Elon Musk speaks, he's speaking as a man who has been sued numerous times, right? Because people were literally like at Elon Musk's establishment calling black people monkeys, bringing nooses to work, right? Nigga on the elevator, doing all types of stuff. And that's something that he just was like, yo, if you can't deal with it, get out of here. And this is kind of where we're at, Farouk. If you're looking at a lot of these corporations and a lot of these places for leadership, you know a nigga. <laughs> if you if you gotta figure out who you're making products for, you know a nigga. Is it wrong that that Noah nigga is white too? <laughs> it's a white dude. He even took our name, man. Come on, man. We can't even have the we gotta, we gotta fight to get the N word back because because of Noah. All my life I has to fight, nigga. <laughs> Clearly. Miracle Farouk does not want to. That's why we need Trouble's energy, right? Because clearly Farouk does not want to. Clearly, have, you over here co-signing everything. I'm laughing. You over here co-signing uh, everything he's I'm, doing. I'm laughing. Just the type of person who would like start throwing like stuff in the classroom, <laughs> and then when you throw it back, be like, "Oh my god, why are you throwing why, stuff in the classroom?" <laughs> like, have some class for the classroom. Wait, here, here, here's another, here's another story, Farouk. <laughs> here's a, here's another story. Like, look what he's doing. And, but again, this is all like really calculated though, Miracle, right? Because right, we're talking about like DEI, the attack on DEI. We're talking about like um, because if you're doing DEI, everybody knows. <laughs> <laughs> he can't stop. He cannot stop. He cannot stop himself. Um, in Florida. In Florida, for everybody know a nigga in Florida. In Florida, but in Florida, <laughs> it's different. They're trying to pass law. Now, remember, Florida has been the ground zero for Florida racist, aliens, homophobic, transphobic laws being passed. It's a lot happening in Florida now. The Republicans in Florida want to pass a law mm-hmm. where you could be fined for defamation. This is crazy. If you call somebody racist. Or if you call somebody homophobic, if you call somebody, I can't racist, be racist. I know a nigga. <laughs> you know, I'm not saying you're racist or homophobic, but I'm saying your words, policies, and actions are. There we oh, go. Oh wow. There okay, go. okay. There it is. There we go. All right, all right. Go. You know what I'm saying? But well, well done, miracle. Well done. It says <laughs> an allegation that the plaintiff 
hath discriminated against another person or group because of their race, sex, sexual orientation, or gender identity constitutes defamation. Who would have thought that in 2024, Florida would turn into Nazi Germany with palm trees? It's crazy. It is super. It's just, it's insane, man. But it's also this thing of like, you say you want free speech, right? Mm -hmm. And you say you want the ability to like say whatever you want, right? You want the ability, like somebody like Elon Musk, right? I'm a free speech warrior, right? I want to be, and people should be able to say this. But then if I say you're racist, Mm -hmm. now you want to sue me. Now you want to. What happened to my free speech? Where's my free speech at? Where are my now, rights? Right, right. When, when, when the ADL and other organizations, Media Matters, was showing how on the X, right, formerly known as Twitter, that people were promoting anti-Semitic and white supremacist ideology. That's the free speech we want. He, no, he wanted to sue them. And he was talking about suing them and getting rid of them at that point. But again, like, but it's free speech. Remember, Elon Musk was the first to... The people that was following his jet took their account away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, you talking this? We take your account away. Oh, you talking about some liberation? Remember, he was the one that said if you use decolonization, decolonization yeah. that that was ground. So, again, it also is weird. It's like we want free speech for us. Again, it's going back. It's that make America great again shit. You want to take this shit back to 1950, right? Yes. Speaking of make America great again, mm-hmm. Donald Trump is trying to stay out of jail. (laughs) He's been out of jail, though. But he's fighting multiple cases, 91 felonies, right? But Donald Trump is, his lawyers are arguing. Donald Trump is saying, I was president. I should have presidential immunity. Mm -hmm. And his lawyer, somebody asked, one of the judges that his lawyer is arguing said, did he say actually that he was president like in the past tense? I thought he was still president. Is is that him? Is that him con- uh, conceding? I don't. But he, when he did all these crimes, yeah, he was president. When the the crimes you accuse him of, he's president. Okay. And his lawyer argued that if he sent a SEAL Team Six, a Navy SEAL team, to assassinate a political rival, mm-hmm. he was, if he's president, it's cool. He's immune. That's all you were here. <laughs> I, I yo. So like again, like miracle, like when we hear that and we know, like he if, if said, Donald Trump gets into office, he only said day one. He, Donald Trump said, <laughs> "Man, listen, if you can survive day one, you good." It's like the purge. He <laughs> like, said, literally, day it's one. the purge, man. Literally, like, Trump like, said, "Listen, this is the running man." Hunger Games and the Purge <laughs> all wrapped in one. If you can make it these next 24 hours, <laughs> you earned your spot in America. So, but but Miracle, this is where, this is why Biden is at the at the church, right? Could you imagine that game? Like, what type of a game show that would be? Like, it would be like Marathon Man? It, like, that, if it, Trump had, like, Biden or some of these other political <laughs> rivals, and he put the seals on them, and Dang, they had bro. to survive for 24 hours... Bro. That would be a hell of a fucking be, show. Particularly because Biden will have we do so much service. good branding on here. He will have Secret Service. So it, that's a TV show right there. I'm telling you, man. Imagine how office. all wars are. Like every like little, Squid like Games. This, yeah, every person that gets their people, and then we just lock them all on the island oh, wow. somewhere. And whoever comes out. And then out. the regular people, we just live our lives. But, but miracle. Happy, healthy, but wise, just going on about it. Like, okay. This is the problem. Is this why Miracle has been defending Donald Trump this whole time on the show? <laughs> 
Miracle's been playing a long game. Man. You ain't gonna send no seal team six after me. So we I've been critical of Donald Trump. Like, like again, like this is where Biden's making this distinction. Because if you're telling me if they say Trump can't be prosecuted because of presidential immunity, don't we have to do everything it takes? To make sure this man doesn't become president again? You're telling me that there is a choice between you and a psychopath who wants to slaughter people because they're his competition. And there is a question if we're picking you. Maybe there's something (laughs) bad that you have been done. Maybe if we're Maybe putting you? the choice up and people are still quite like, this guy is psycho, but Maybe you need to look in the mirror, Joe, and be like, wow. Is it me? What have I done? Yes. You know, it's to, you. To make, to make yourself a little bit better. That is crazy. You know, that's, that's one thing because, like, it's me. <laughs> I'm, I'm the problem. problem. It's me. <laughs> like, it's, you know, have you ever dated somebody and they're like, you want me or the streets? And you look in like, is Streets is yeah. calling. Streets is calling. <laughs> Q future. Like may, maybe you need to step up. Maybe you gotta wow. step your game up. And that's what I would say. Like I mean, this season of America is just not. It's crazy. Who would I? It's not my fave. Yes. You know? I yes. feel like we should do yes. a do over. I feel like we yes. need to like have some in house conversations, fix some things, and maybe like. Give it a few years, and, start again. And, and what's, be like, so, what's also so wild is like as unpopular as Biden. And that's a great analogy. That like, is great, yeah. Because, but as unpopular as he is, Kamala's even more unpopular. It's just like, yo, they picked the two worst people. And then basically said nobody can run against us. I mean, yeah. we shouldn't. We deserve better. We well, de- what, we, what we have, we got what we have. And so the thing now is we have to push what we have to be better and to do better. And I'm okay. Well, so who, you know, who also is us, Michelle Obama, mm-hmm. Michelle Obama said she is terrified. Okay. We're on Michelle about the potential outcome of the 2024 election. What's going to happen in this next election. This is a quote. I'm terrified about what could possibly happen because our leaders matter who we select, who speaks for us, who holds the bully pulpit. It affects us in ways sometimes I think people take for granted. So there has been a groundswell, Miracle, Mm -hmm. of people calling for Michelle. Again, we need a Coretta. (laughs) (laughs) We need a black woman. America's like Jonathan Majors. We We need a Coretta to save us. Where could Michelle Obama be our Coretta? Miracle? She could. Biden could give all his delegates to her. Yes. Biden could announce he's not running. Yes. Um, and it would trigger states' emergency laws to have a new, um, a, you know, a new delegation procedure for those yes. states who've already um, went through. Here's my thing. Okay, I'm trying to say this in the nicest way possible. Biden is a man of a certain age. During, no, 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 no. Hold on. Wait, wait, wait. No, no. Let me finish. During a time we're having. How much a, time wait. you got left that man is six, six, six. No, no, no. During a time we're having an unprecedented COVID-19 outbreak. They're you're saying right. it's even worse wow. than before. Come on, you're right. 
it makes absolutely no sense for him to be the only nominee. We can laugh about what the Republicans are doing and their stupid forms and their stupid answers, but at least they're having forms. True. Yeah, that's very true. At least they're having competition. Right. At least they're all getting, well, besides by, I mean, besides Trump, at least the majority of them are getting on the stage and engaging in the political process. Yeah. If something happens to Biden, right? If, if, you know, Universe forbid something happens to him. Yeah. We're kind of like SOL. Yeah. And that is, I, I don't think the pro, the Democrats are really playing the long game because if something happens between now and the next, you know, election. Yeah. We're now even more chaos. More chaos. Right. More. And so I think there needs to be conversations now. There's the the dean guy. Nobody's really caring yeah, about no, him. Yeah, no, nobody's no. And, and, and the independents, like nobody. Yeah. And, and I mean, look, I mean, it's wild when you have a scenario where like both, like because Trump is also super old, right? Yeah. Like, conviction, like, he can have a heart attack. Yeah, like right, both yeah. parties are like accusing the other one of like having who's uh, gonna die first, like, or, or like they both got dementia. What's the over like? Under? So the Republicans are like Biden has dementia, and the Democrats are like Trump has dementia. That's where we are. We literally Saying have like Trump stinks. two dementia area. Oh, that's hilarious. That yeah. is hilarious. But two dementia age presidents is kind of wow. Now this is what Mir- I almost called her miracle. This is miracle is our Coretta. We're talking about Michelle, the nation's Coretta. <laughs> she said the fact. That people think that government doesn't really do anything. And I'm like, oh, my God, does government do everything for us? And we cannot take this democracy for granted. Those are the things that keep me up. So is this, could this possibly be Michelle Obama, like, dipping a toe into the possibility of running? I mean, if she announced she was running and they announced this whole reshuffling. What if she gets the rock as a running mate? (laughs) That would be crazy. She I, but she doesn't need The Rock. No, she doesn't. She doesn't I, need. I don't think. But I think if her and The Rock ran. That would be crazy. They would hands down. Oh, it would be yes. a landslide. Yes. It, yes. And, and the, only because The Rock is seen somewhat more conservative. Yeah. But yes. they both have international experience, international yeah. business experience, understand decision-making skills. I think we need something different. And not just because of people being sick and stressed out. I think that we are at a tipping point, not only in our nation, but in our whole country where we are on the brink of total annihilation and not because of people's apathy, but because people are quickly losing hope and governments all around the world. Right. And we need someone to be like, look, okay, if we're not going to build something different, this is how government can work for you and this is how government can make things better and at least give people the opportunity to figure out how to rebuild because so many people are so laser focused in destroying everything because they don't want black and brown people to succeed. Correct. That there really hasn't been an ability to move away from these identity politics that conservatives are using to weaponize attacks against immigrants and black people, brown people. And I, and I think that somebody needs to save Biden from himself because he's trying to pivot to the right because he feels like he's lost the youth vote and it's not going to work. Yeah, I mean, there's a there's a poll that USA Today did that one in black voters are going to vote for a third-party member Correct. come November. And he has 
basically fallen out of favor with black and brown voters. A lot, yes. Yeah. Black and brown voters, right. youth voters. Yeah. And, yeah. and this rumor and immigration bill is going to destroy a lot of people. Yeah. But, and it's even going to make it even worse. Yeah. Um, and so... What if Cornell West ends up winning from as a third-party candidate? It's impossible. impossible. Yeah, I don't, I don't. And I mean, it just that he just, you need so much money to run. Yeah. And he just doesn't have that money, you know? It's just that he went from Greens to Independence, moving around. There's him, there's the PSL candidates, there's Jill Stein. There's like so many third and fourth party candidates that they're all running and none of them are getting votes until November. Yeah. Yeah, they said Biden went from 87% of black voters to now 63 mm-hmm. and like falling. And so if you barely won with 87%. I did want to ask before we get to our white pages, you know, we are it was another anniversary that came up. Mm-hmm. Another anniversary. Another January 6th um, anniversary, January. January. <laughs> January 6th. Did you all have and I guess they arrested like three new people? Get them all, please. Like they get DNA off the walls. (laughs) Any reflections? The way I hate (laughs) January 6th. Because they were shitting on the walls. Solely because of the (laughs) amount of times y'all have brought up excrement on this podcast more than anything Taco else. Bell needs to do a January 6th special. <laughs> Please stop. Like a Please. menu there just for like, January 6th. Is there this cannot be. It's like what? when McDonald's brings out the McRib, Taco Bell should bring out the January 6th. This cannot be. Oh, my God. Wow. This just cannot so be. So is, is there any other, have you all done any other, was there any other reflections on the third anniversary of January 6th. It's crazy that it's been three years because it seems years. like it's been so much like so much time has passed. True, true. You know, but the fact that there are more arrests being made, like it's how yeah. much more how much time has been given out collectively? Not, not a lot. Not enough just, for me. Not enough. Yeah. And I, it, the question is, is it enough to stop the next January no. 6th or next no. political? Bi- absolutely not. No, absolutely. They should have made an example out of somebody. Maybe they should have hung someone from them gallows they had for Mike Pence. <laughs> maybe that would have. Maybe that would have deterred somebody. I mean, you just I, advocate to bring back yes, lynching. No, no, sir. No, that's not kind at of all. what you did. You said kind of did for the white people to listen. I don't care what happens to them. Farouk was like, "Oh, somebody for them gallows? I know a nigga." <laughs> oh, 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 oh my god! Oh my god! Come on, it was my idea miracle. So, all white pages for today. I have reflections. Oh, I'm about to go go stand in the mirror to myself. (laughs) (laughs) Don't come on, mirror. We need you. We need our Corona miracle. We need our Corona miracle. Go look in the mirror and be like, I know a nigga. (laughs) (laughs) So, our white pages. Our white pages for this week came at this the recommendation. This cannot be the man that be breaking people's hearts. Yeah. Like, I can just be destroying half the city. I cannot. I gotta cannot. Be not this I can, I can, this, I cannot. Um, Lord. Our white pages. It's not, but I know a nigga. Our, 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 white, our white pages today. Like, what is, did you, what did you eat? Nothing. I mean, I had the avocado yeah, toast. He didn't get his protein. That's probably what yeah. he didn't get his he didn't, protein. That's why he's acting like this. Pause. Again, <laughs> our white pages. This is see that trouble energy. Time. It goes off the rails. The, the when, whenever trouble is not here, the whole show completely goes off the rails. 
All right. This was recommended to us by our good friend, and hopefully we'll have him on as a guest on this podcast very shortly, Chinjaraj Komiyika. After this episode. He's a professor of journalism. The, I mean, has NYU. he been accused of plagiarism? <laughs> he has not been. Good. You know what I'm saying? That's our brother. But he recommended this book. This is from Rachel Swarns. It's called The 272, The Families Who Were Enslaved and Sold to Build the American Catholic Church. The Catholic Church itself actually owned families, owned slaves. Crazy. And this is the documentation of that. This is an absolutely essential addition to the history of the Catholic Church. So Rachel L. Swarns, the seven, I'm sorry, the 272, that is our white pages. They said, if you don't take this communion, I know a nigga. <laughs> <laughs> He's just going to stop. He's going to stop. Communion. Uh, He's going to be there's gonna be all week. Uh, is, is, there a, is there a holiday coming up on Monday? I know a nigga, right? Yeah, okay, come on. What's Monday. the holiday on Monday? It's Dr. King. Oh, it's, yeah, Dr. That's King Day on Monday. That's right. when you are exactly. not an African-American. <laughs> oh! Black. Let's go, Miracle! <laughs> Let's get it! First of all, <laughs> I'm Scotian black. I come from I come from chattel slavery. I said African American My- black. I didn't say yes, Scotian yes, black. Yes, we don't even know what that means. We don't know what that word means. Yes, you do. <laughs> Don't play with me. You can be a Canadian black. Yeah. And my family came from African-American slavery. Yes. I don't know who you're yelling at me for. I don't know your family. So do we have anything First of coming all, up? I don't, hold Look. on. First of all, I don't like the way you took that tone of voice with me. I don't like the way. I don't like the indictment against my blackness. I didn't say you were black. I said you were African-American. You're the one who says you're Canadian. Yeah, but. She said you might not be black. I said you were Canadian black. What the hell? I didn't say you weren't black. No, nigga. Oh, my God. First of all, it's both of you. It is both of you. It is both of you. So um, I didn't take away your blackness. I said you were not African American black. (laughs) So hot. I said you were Canadian African black. Yes, Scotian. But yes. So with that being said, do we have do we have anything happening? The anger in me, like it makes me not like any light skinned people. That is why it makes her not want to be a Coretta brother. That is. That's what it makes. That sense. is why my my correctness has a color chart. <laughs> With that uh, being said, miracle. I so don't care what people celebrate. Are doing. Yeah, we a lot of stuff's happening. Obviously, there'll probably be some type of Dr. King celebration in I your love city. Dr. King. You know, let we honor, respect him. You know, what I'm saying on Monday. You know, and we will see you all next week. Hopefully, in Read full his first and capacity. last speech. Yes. Read. No, Please. Dr. King in whole. Yes. And yes. if you have a letter in the Birmingham jail, the bur- and do not and do not take it out of context or whitewash it. Oh, they're going letter. to. Don't even. Harm, pain. Yes. Probably not in and, your best interest yes. to quote Dr. King. And we wouldn't have been able we wouldn't have been able to celebrate Dr. King if it wasn't for oh. a Coretta. We'll see y'all next week, y'all. This is the white supremacy. Peace, y'all. What hood?